Hey guys, Charles here, and welcome to another episode of SEOology, where we talk about the formulas and strategies for generating more traffic, leads, and sales from your website. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how agencies can have better relationships with their clients and what they need to do to improve on on that. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey Luke, how's it going? Good mate, how are you going? All good, all good. What's the, uh, so how's things in, how's things down, uh, what's it, down under as they say? Great, mate. I'm just uh, living the dream of Australian internet, as we uh, we just found out. So yes, um, yeah, yes. Clearing through my phone. Hopefully, this goes better. <laughs> yes, we literally were. We were probably about 25 minutes in to today's episode, and and yeah, looked into internet, decided to to, to fail on us. So uh, we're we're recording again, but we're all good. We're all good. Let's go straight into it. Um, and now, look, this was based on uh, a conversation I had um, with uh, a company in the week, uh, and I was I was talking to this lady about you know, potentially uh, us as an agency helping them with with their SEO and and Google Ads, uh, and she was talking about the fact that they'd hired an agency and they'd only been working with them for I think it was about a year. Uh, and they're already thinking about changing, and they've worked with various different agencies over the last uh, five years, and uh, and it seemed to be a common thread, which was they were they were changing agencies a lot, uh, and it really got me thinking about you know what agencies can do to better improve the relationships with their clients, so they they they're actually having long longer relationships uh, and they're, they're having a better retention rate basically um, and companies are not feeling like they're getting uh, results or value for money so it's something that we wanted to, to, to address today and really sort of deep dive and, and talk about our experiences as, as agency owners uh, and hopefully you know it will help uh, agencies out there, and also also companies that are looking to hire agencies in the future. So, um, Luke, obviously you've got a huge amount of experience as as an agency owner, and you've owned various agencies. Obviously, um, the latest one being Website Boss. Um, what do you see, you know, as a as an agency owner? What's your experience? Um, how can agencies? have better relationships with their clients? Yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of things to cover today. Um, and the first one, I think, which we touched on first time, <laughs> is communication. <laughs> and, uh, obviously, communication is a two-way street, um, sometimes a three- or four-way street if there's multiple agencies involved. I've been involved in some projects where there might be a, a pay-per-click Ad search agency involved, there might be an SEO agency involved, there might be a social agency involved, and then of course you've got the client as well, and all of those parts need to move together. Um, sticking to just you know the direct one-on-one -on -one relationship with the client and the agency, I think yeah the communication is is, is really crucial from the the get-go where you have that very first meeting where the client communicates what they need from you. And then when you communicate to the client what you can deliver 
them and where that meets in the middle so that both people are on the same page as to where things are going. Um, I think that as well that sometimes clients in those initial meetings are a little bit scared to speak their mind and maybe if you say some things that they don't understand, they may not tell you that they don't understand them and they might smile and nod and agree. Um, so it's really important that you tell them that, look, if you don't understand something, completely fine, just let me know and I'll explain it for you. But if I'm saying anything that sounds like, you know, gibberish to you just pull me up stop me say you know Luke please clarify this so yeah I think that communication and establishing that rapport with the client early on and then also setting um say for your reports and things schedules of when you will communicate with them so I like, will send you a weekly report I will send you a monthly report I will do a you know every Monday we'll do a quick huddle We'll get together and we'll say, right, this is what we're doing this week. This is what we need from you. If you've got any questions, any changes that you need, let us know. Otherwise, we'll continue rolling out the plan. So, yeah, I think that communication right from the get-go is a big one. Yeah, massively, yeah. I, I, as I always say to my team, I'd rather us over-communicate than under-communicate. And obviously, we can cut back on that if the client is 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 getting annoyed that we're, we're constantly updating them which I rarely ever find is the case. You know, most clients um, want to know what you're you're doing and, and how you're helping them. Um, and the fact is you're not in the same room as, 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 your, as your clients. So as an agency, all, we always make sure that we're, we're over communicating rather than under communicating, uh, whether that's via email, whether that's by our project management tool, where they also have access and they can see what's going on in terms of the deliverables and we can communicate directly in there just those just those touch points um i find are sometimes better than email because it's that daily small communication certainly with things like um you know content approval with, within the seo campaign and and that the back and forth they get to to, to know uh, the team and and who they're liaising with and it just builds that deeper connection and relationship with with agency and, and client so yeah I, I think communication is, is a big big one um, in terms of things like reporting as well making sure that maybe you're not just giving out uh, metrics um, but you're also explaining those metrics, you know, whether that be via um, a PDF uh, alongside uh, a Loom video to show them, okay, we've made these improvements. This is what it means for your traffic or your rankings or the amount of conversions that you've got. All these things are going to be super important and they are going to allow them to present that data back internally. Because yeah. you'll often find, you know, a marketing manager or a marketing director, um, they're going to need to have to uh, justify budgets on certain occasions. And the more that you can show and prove that what you're doing is providing uh, extra value and actually delivering the results that you promise the better it is that they're going to continue to stay with you over the long term. 
Um, I think that's a really important one. Often the person paying the bills and making the decisions isn't the person getting the reports. So ensuring that there's a chain of command or that, you know, you're at least with your person that you're dealing with, you can learn from them whether or not they are passing that information on and that, you know, the key stakeholders have all the information that they should be getting as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes, certainly with the larger companies, the person that you're liaising with directly isn't the one that's, that's signing the checks, you know, um, and, and, pay, and paying the invoices. So um, I think that's, that's super, super important. And equally, if you're working with like a, sm a smaller business and your, your point of contact is saying the business owner, uh, the, the business owner is still going to want to, to make sure that they're getting, you know, a, an ROI on their, their investment. Um, yeah. So I think that's, that's super important. Um, another one for me, which uh, I'll be honest, irritates me to some level, is when I see agencies like, basically setting completely unrealistic expectations or like uh, even from their marketing and sales like from the, the right from the start like in an advert like we can guarantee you 20 to 40 leads per month for your business the reality is that a lot of that is bs um yes i understand that as an agency you want to attract clients and you need to um you know, you're competing with other agencies, but equally, if you're over-promising and, and under-delivering, that's never going to be good. Um, you need to have a really frank, honest conversation with what you can do and what you can't do. Um, and from there, I think clients and companies are going to actually feel that. So we've got to I'm, I'm currently in background here. We've got, uh, I'm right by this cathedral. So you can hear like bells going on in the background. So <laughs> if, if, any, if any of you are wondering what that is, that is, that is what it is. Um, hopefully it won't, it won't go on for too long. But anyway, back to my point. Um, yes, yeah, agency setting unrealistic expectations is, is, is not, is never going to be a good thing and you're not going to have a long-lasting relationship with a client if if you do that because eventually they're going to be like well th this agency said that they can guarantee us these amount of leads or this amount of traffic um and they've not delivered so you're you're on to a, a lose straight away yeah and uh adding on to your comment before about the lady that started your whole thought around this topic a lot of uh, businesses do change agencies quite regularly because of that very reason. They've met someone at a networking event or someone's cold emailed them and made them these massive promises. And they're like, oh, why isn't, why isn't my current company doing that? I'm going to test these guys out for a while because they've said they can do all this stuff. And, you know, most agencies try to, you know, reputable agencies try and do the best they can for you. So if yeah. the person you're currently with isn't delivering that, it's not usually likely, unless the company you're with is terrible, uh, that a new company can make these bold claims and do leaps and bounds better than where you currently are already. Not for sure. I mean, the fact is, agencies shouldn't be like guaranteeing, uh, marketing agencies shouldn't be guaranteeing like, like yeah. I said, it's a matter of leads. It's just not, 
it's not realistic unless that agency has worked with you know 20 plus clients within one particular vertical or industry and they know that they've got a proven formula that works all the time then great but the reality is algorithms change all the time facebook google for for an agency to to promise a certain amount of of leads is is yeah it's as i, yeah. As I said before it's just it's, it's bs really well, the, uh, the SEO, SEO companies that promise you page one results and then they either deliver it for your business name or they um, <laughs> set, up a, set up a Google ad. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. As I always say, like, I can, I, I can, you know, we can rank you for Scooby-Doo, but that's not going to bring you any, any uh, relevant traffic to your, to your business. So, like, rankings are important, of course, but they have to be the right keyword rankings. And to guarantee first page rankings, yeah, it's it, it's just not it's just not realistic. Yes, of course, if as an SEO agency, one of your main goals is to rank them, rank a, a company for relevant keywords on the first page of Google, um, which are going to drive more traffic and leads, um, and they should be doing that, and they should have a proven track record of doing that. But when you are promising certain keyword rankings, you just, you, that's just, it's, it's not possible. It, it's really not possible. There's so many variables involved um, that, and it really depends also on how much the client is investing as well. Yeah. You know, the, the client has to be re realistic of, uh, and, and understand that, you know, if you're only investing yeah, a couple of hundred pounds, dollars, um, and you want to compete in a very competitive market, that's that's not you're not going to get the results very quickly. Um, so it's 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 having a very frank conversation as an agency with a potential client that look, these are the activities we're gonna do. This is where I, this is how long I think it's gonna take us. Um you know, is this is this realistic for you within your budget and within your goals, um, and then going going from there? I think as well, like um, social media agencies, you know, they're a little bit to the side of where we usually talk about. But social media agencies are springing up, you know, a thousand a day it would seem, um, and those guys seem to have a, a strategy that they've used with someone before and they seem to roll out a lot of the time the same strategy regardless of the client without actually working out what the client's business objectives are who their target audience are it's all just oh you need to post x times a day at two o'clock and eight o'clock and you need to comment on this you know you need to do this and you do that which is great in some businesses but it doesn't work for every business so i think you know, in SEO and social and even paid campaign strategies, agencies are trying to streamline their workflows by just having cookie cutter plans and packages that they roll out. Also, sometimes can be doing the, the business a bit of a disservice. Yeah, no, no, hundred um, percent. One of the things I was I'm thinking about is like obviously your you know, your agency builds websites. Um, and 
I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, like websites sometimes can be a difficult sell because unlike, say, certain digital campaigns, you're not necessarily seeing a direct ROI from day one. Obviously, a website is super important. It's the foundations. But uh, it'd be good for you to speak on how you approach that with a client. And I, I see it very similar to, say, um, a video agency, animation agencies. It's often very difficult to prove the the ROI of that. And I, equally, sometimes with SEO, it's not always easy to, to monitor um, from source to lead or sale. So um, what's your thoughts on that, like in terms of uh, you know, saying to a client, look, you need to invest X amount into a quality website, um, but also you're going to need to do some marketing around it and, and, and push that forward. Yeah, it's um, oh, it's really dependent on the client. Like we have, we've had some clients who are just insistent that, no, I just want some information about our team up there. I just want information about our servers up there. I, I don't care about lead generation. I don't care about call to actions. I don't. I'm not doing any Facebook ads. I'm too old for that. I don't want to do social media. I don't understand it. They literally just want something online. Um, I've tried for many years to explain why they probably should have more of a strategy behind their website and how, you know, it's a tool that's online 24-7 for many people. It's the very first um, impression they have of your business that your website should be serving your customers and solving their pain points and answering their problems and that if you're not doing everything you can to put your brand in front of those customers and then get them interested enough to want to inquire with you, then there's not really any point at all. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many things. Um, and working with those other agencies as well, like if you're talking about Facebook pixels and Google Analytics and Tag Manager and all of that sort of stuff, your website should be your cash register and everything should feed into it. And then the website should be the thing doing the work and generating the leads and, and providing the value. So. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Um, every client's different. No, I mean, I, I, it's one of the things I realize is like what you think the client wants in terms of results isn't actually, is, is completely different. You know, often keeping the client happy isn't about getting them better results. It's, it's often more about maybe communicating more with them or um, just making sure that you deliver what you say you're going to deliver. Um, so, you know, sometimes agencies can get caught up about, oh, we need to get them even better results um, or we need to really prove um, that what we're doing is equating for more business for that particular client. But the reality is the client may actually just be happy with the fact that you're doing the work and you're, you know, you're you're being you're communicating with them on a regular basis, and they actually enjoy working with you. It doesn't feel like it's also about. Often, it's also about the experience, not just the yeah. result. Well, the experience is a huge part of it. Um, you know, every website we build has a visual builder, so we have training videos set up. We run every client through it. They can literally go on the website 
click the text, change it, drag images around, swap sections around. Very few of them do it. They always email us, can you guys do this for me? I'm too busy. I don't have time. I can't remember what you told me. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And, and some people just want something pretty to show their, their friends and family when they hand their business card out at a networking event. They know that when someone goes to that web address that it's a good good feeling for them. It's In a way, it's kind of showing off like a new car or a new house despite the fact that not all cars and houses serve the purpose of what the person that has them probably could be getting out of them. Yeah, no, sure, for sure. So one of the other things that I see a lot of agencies do is, you know, in order to win the business, is they often devalue their services and they they charge too cheap. Yeah. Um, now, for me, you're not only doing a disservice to yourself as an agency, but you're doing a disservice to your to your client because the reality is, if you're charging too cheap, that's not going to allow you to bring in quality people to to do the work. Um, you're gonna you're gonna take shortcuts, um, and you're gonna you're not going to deliver the results that your your client actually wants or you promised. Um, I think that's 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 a big one I see, and that's certainly with I, I see it more so with with agencies that are often just starting out. You know, you, you're you're keen for clients, um, so let's let's undercharge um, and and let's try and get some let's try and get in as many clients as possible and. Um, in the long term, that does not work. Um, yeah, yeah, I've done, you know, I've done both. Obviously, having an agency for a number of years, sometimes you start off cheap and look to work your prices up, get someone in on a cheaper package, uh, less keywords, less content. Then you look to build them up to a bigger plan as time goes on. What I've noticed is that regardless of what you're charging and what the workload is that you've agreed on, the client's expectations pretty much remain the same. So they expect the same results from an expensive package as, or that they do from a cheap package, or should I say vice versa, they expect the same results from a cheap package as they would be expecting to pay or get from a more expensive package. And so the client's going to do, be demanding and want to see certain results. And if you're selling yourself short by only doing a couple of hundred pounds or a couple of hundred dollars and you've only got so many hours in the day or you're hiring cheaper staff because you can't afford to spend much time with more expensive staff, yeah, you're not only disservicing the, the customer, you're disservicing yourself because nobody wins in that situation. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, it's looking at the long-term long -term play. And you're right, I mean, when you're starting, certainly... You know, when you're starting out, um, sometimes you do need to, to to charge less in order to prove your worth, and also, um, you know, you you will, as an agency, you will put in the work, even though you know you you may be not getting the the the, the revenue is not coming in uh, to the level that you want it to, or you you're you're not charging what you think you should be charging. Getting that experience is going to be super important, uh, and I think companies understand that. That okay, you know, I've hired this agency; they are cheaper, uh, but they're cheaper for a reason because they're starting out and they want to get 
you know, they, they want to prove that they can get results for us. Um, so I think, you know, companies are certainly understanding of that. But over the, you know, as you progress, you know, for us as an agency, we have a, yeah, a, our prices start from a certain rate for a reason. Um, and any time that we've taken on work or clients or companies start negotiating on prices, for me, it, it never works out. Um, you know, for uh, I've made we've made many mistakes there in the, in the past, um, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's making sure that you you charge what you think you should be charging and making uh, and from that you you're going to feel more motivated to help the client uh, and the client overall is going to be more happy with the results absolutely i think also it comes down a little bit to making sure that you convey your value correctly to the client like if sometimes they're not comparing apples and apples sometimes they're comparing apples and gold watches like if you're if you're not conveying your value and why you charge what you charge and they're just like, well, that guy charges 200 bucks and that guy charges 1,000, but they don't understand what the difference is, that's where some of the issues start to come in as well. So, yeah, making sure that you've got that value and you ask, you're asking the right questions and that they know that you understand their business and that you know what they're trying to achieve and you put together a well-thought-out plan to achieve their objectives rather than, 10 keywords, $200, we'll do 10 links and three things a month or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I think I think that's a value proposition is, is, is super, super important. Because um, you're right, if you, if you start going, uh, you're in a losing battle if you start uh, going on price. You know, if price is the only thing. Uh, yeah, so no, I completely agree there. Any other things, Luke, that you can think of in terms of making sure that agencies have better relationships with their clients, and 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 there's a and fundamentally they're they're, they're happy to continue working with that agency over a longer period. Yeah, two things spring to mind. One is, although most of the time the client is right. I don't like the phrase the client is always right. Sometimes they're not. But most of the time you need to do what they are expecting of you and what they are, you know, to keep them happy. For example, we had um, we had a client a while back who wanted a very specific website. They wanted it to be cool. They wanted menus zipping across. They wanted very minimal text. They wanted everything to kind of be in a, in a video that explained everything, but then they didn't have any long form copy to accompany that. Um, very minimalistic. They wanted it to look what's the, you know, more of an ego project, I think, rather than a, a useful customer project. And then came to us one day and was like, why aren't I ranking for this word? And we were like, well, that word's not mentioned anywhere on your site. And I'm like, yeah, but that's what we do. We should be ranking for that keyword. And we were kind of like, well, you wanted a website with no content on it. You just wanted these animations and videos and there's no real text content anywhere on the site. So 
you're not going to rank for something if there's no content around that topic on your on a, any page of your site. Um, yeah. And he was kind of like, well, we should. Like, that's that's ridiculous. Why wouldn't we be ranking for that? That's what we do. Everyone knows that what we do. Our competitors are ranking for that keyword, and we're way better than our competitors. <laughs> so, you know, it was an interesting conversation in um, – we could have pushed back originally when he was telling us this is what he wanted and said, well, you know, do you want to rank for this particular keyword? We weren't even doing SEO for him at the time. Um, and then he's come in a year or so later and be like, why aren't I ranking for this keyword? So coming back to that first point we made about communication and everyone being on the same page uh, also comes back to managing the expectations between what you're delivering and what the client's expecting. Um, Obviously, with some clients, you know, they someone tells them something at a barbecue and they come to you the next week and say, why aren't I doing this? Um, and you say, well, that wasn't part of the scope of work that we had agreed upon. Happy to do that for you. Um, but that, that was the first point of the two. The second point, if you want to comment on that one at yeah, all. I, I, that, is a, that is a big one because um, I think the frustrating things the frustrating thing for us as an agency, for us agency owners sometimes is that, and, and this, this speaks to, to, to certain companies and, and clients out there and, and, and they need to understand this on some level is that like you've, you've hired us as the experts to do the job. So to completely, um, to, to dis disregard our advice or guidance makes no logical sense. You know, I, I, I see it way too often and it's happened to us. Uh, it's happened to when I was uh, working for a company before. And I've had situations where, you know, I won't mention names, but one of my, my boss hired a, a PR agency and then would spend three hours on a Friday afternoon rewriting what the PR agency had put together. So... Either one, the PR agency were no good, or two, he was he was thinking that he could do a better job. Well, why hire the PR agency in the first place? Yeah. It, it, so you need to, if you're going to hire an agency, and you've got to learn to trust that agency to, that they understand what they're doing and they're the experts in what they're delivering, um, and. That for me is a big one because, again, that's where relationships break down. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, if you're not happy with the agency, then you need to let them know. But equally, micromanaging them throughout the whole process is not the best way to get the best possible results. Yeah, and from an agency perspective, I think um, the lesson here is to make sure that you're communicating every step of the way with clients who are like that and say, just so you know, if we go down this path, that means A, B, and C won't happen probably as you were expecting because we're not achieving <laughs> A, B, and C. We're achieving D, E, and F. Um, yeah, very important, I think. Yeah, no, I think that, that uh, that's where you'll start to see things break down um so it's yeah no you're right it's, it's important that the agency um makes the client aware that yes okay if you want to do x that's fine but you're not going to get y result yeah um the second point was 
don't just take on work because someone's willing to pay you for the work as an agency. So, you know, there might be someone that has the budget available. It depends on your business um, conscious, I guess. I would, wouldn't do this. I know there's probably people out there that would do it, um, especially if they're in another country or they, you know, they have no accountability. <laughs> they can run away and never be found again. Yeah. But, you know, if someone comes to me and they're selling a $17 ebook and they're like, can you help me rank for whatever the topic of my ebook is, fitness cooking or whatever? If they're paying you, you know, 500,000 bucks a month for SEO to create all of this stuff and do all this stuff for them, that's a hell of a lot of $17 ebooks that they've got to sell to justify their investment and to get a return on that investment. Alternatively, if a, a customer comes to you and they sell a $30,000 kitchen and they make a 30% margin on that and they're making 10 grand profit per sale and they're paying you $1,000 a month, you know, you've only got to sell one or two extra kitchens for them from the work that you're doing in a 12-month period for them to make a positive return on investment. So actually looking at what the um, the business case is and the, the investment situation is and whether or not you can actually deliver a positive return on investment for the amount that they're spending. Yeah, the maths needs to add up 100%. Um, because yes, you could take on, you're like, great, we've got a new client. But if it doesn't make business sense for the client, then that relationship is not going to last very long. It's one of the reasons why us as an SEO agency, we know SEO is not an overnight thing. You know, it takes time. And the prices that we charge, we're never going to take on like a nail salon because uh, they're going to need one, that there's just not the, the, the footfall traffic there. And two, the prices they charge, they're going to need to get a lot of ladies through the door to get their nails done to see an ROI on you know a two thousand retainer per month. It doesn't make any sense, and you know we will always be honest and frank when we're having these conversations with you know potential uh, clients that look. I don't think we're going to be the right fit for you, and actually, I don't think potentially any agency are going to be the right fit because the mass doesn't add up. You know, yeah. there needs to be, uh, uh, the business goals need to match the marketing goals and objectives and the budgets. Especially for, especially for those local businesses, you're better off just directing them to a, um, a Google My Business page article and tell them to get a bunch of five-star reviews for their business. Like, yeah. that's probably the best thing that you can, they can do for SEO for a local business like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there will be, I, I, I would usually um, try our best to, you know, what we do in those cases is we'll have like uh, strategic partnerships with, with, with uh, you know, smaller agencies or even freelancers that, that are charging a lot less and it makes much more sense financially. And also, like you said, the mass adds up. Um, so we'll at least give them an option and point them in that direction. Um, yeah. I think that's 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 definitely um, important, and it just builds. I think it's it puts you in a favourable light as well. If you can help them in some way, even if you're not working with them directly, if you can say, "Look, actually, you want to speak to John over there. He he's you know, it's it's a better fit for him and for you to to go and work with him." 
And yeah. I think that always that 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 makes more sense in, in my yeah. opinion. Agreed. There was a there was a, one other thing that I was thinking of, which was about agencies taking on work that isn't necessarily their specialist mm. expertise. So, you know, for example, um, a client coming to us as an SEO agency and saying, oh, do you specialize, or could you help us with, with Facebook ads? And this is another thing I see a lot of agencies doing is they'll just, they'll take any, any type of business, even if they're not, experts in that or they're not specialists in that um and it's something that we really push against and like i said we'll build those partnerships with other specialist agencies and refer them to to those agencies uh, and i always say you know stay stay in your lane until you've built the other lane. If you want to diversify out, great, but you need to you need to have the infrastructure and the team yeah. to be able to support that. Don't just take on work from different marketing disciplines if you can't deliver the results. Yeah, I think there's, especially working in an online space um, with a web agency, there's definitely the, the, the range there for people to think, oh, he works with computers. You know, he can answer any internet, computer, website related question ever and uh, provide that service for me. I mean, it's a massive compliment when a customer trusts you enough with what you've done for them already to then also say, hey, can you guys also do this for me because I like working with you guys and we've got a good relationship and I know you and I trust you and I want you to handle this for me as well. But yeah, you've got to be very careful that you have the, the right skills and the right processes in place before you start being like, sure, I can do everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Longer term, that that really that actually limits agencies' growth. In, in I find a lot of the time is you know if you're trying to do everything, you're taking on website, email marketing, SEO, paid ads. And unless you're a larger scale agency and you've got a big team, you've got specialists in in each of those areas, um, then that will yeah that will limit your your, your your, your, your opportunity to really sort of scale up and, and get the right fit in terms of clients. I think that pretty much wraps up uh, another episode of SEOology. Um, Luke, always a pleasure. Um, likewise. Where can the guys find you in terms of yep. online? Where's a, where's a good we place to connect? We're online. Uh, we're on the line. On the line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Websiteboss.com.au. Uh, you can visit our website there, or you've got the little handles. I was going to say, yeah, we've got the uh, we're <laughs> on our graphics game. We're in the right direction down here. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, we're obviously on LinkedIn. You can find me, Luke Jamison, on LinkedIn as well. You can find me uh, at Chief Lifestyle on Instagram, where I'll I basically sort of showcase um, how I travel the world and work remotely. Um, even during 2020 COVID chaos, uh, which is, uh, has been a bit of an uh, adventure to say the least. Um, and I'm obviously on Facebook, LinkedIn. You can, if you just type in Charles Travers, you'll be able to find me. So until next time, peace out. Thanks, <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>